What's going on? Matt Savoka here from AwesomeO.com, bringing you the Wild Card Weekend Sunday DraftKings Contenders video. Three-game slate here. I love these small slates in the NFL, especially when it's playoff football. First, we got the Eagles versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Then we got the San Francisco 49ers and the Dallas Cowboys, probably my favorite matchup of the weekend, at least from a real football standpoint. And then we've got the Steelers and the Chiefs here in what is possibly going to be the biggest blowout, at least I suspect it's going to be. Before we dig into this one, though, go ahead and like this video. Subscribe to the channel so that you always know when we're going live. You guys know what to do. And if you could give me, Matt Savoka, a follow on Twitter, at Draftaholic, that would be much appreciated as well. We'd also like to thank our presenting sponsor, Fan Up. Check out Fan Up's Flexball NFL Playoff Contest with $200,000 going to first place, where you can pick a new team every week of the playoffs. Your team score will be added up at the end of every week and when that's done, you'll find out if you made it through. There are weekly prizes you can get, like authenticated NFL jerseys from Fanatics, and use promo code AWESOMO when you sign up to get 2,000 bonus points, which is the equivalent of $20, no deposit required. And for every third entry you put into that Flexball Playoff Contest, you'll get $25 off. Check out their ad at the bottom of the screen there. Make sure to use promo code AWESOMO. Okay, guys, on the screen here, you see my... 10 through 6 of my top plays for this three-game slate. Number 10, Cedric Wilson. Yeah, you're going to need some sort of salary-saving option. And in that 51-point Vegas total game, San Francisco versus Dallas, I completely understand why you might want a player like Cedric Wilson. I know Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb are more likely to hit, and even Dalton Schultz has been utilized sometimes more often than Cedric Wilson. We saw an explosive performance from Wilson. So he's uh, last week, I should say. So I'm not surprised that this week, we're not necessarily point chasing by seeing him in the optimal lineup 31% of the time. Now, Eli Mitchell is a player I absolutely love. He actually ranks in the top five among all backs in the last six weeks in terms of total team opportunity share. He doesn't quite make the top five, but he is a fantastic contrarian running back option compared to the players we have at the top of the boards. You'll have to keep watching to find out who I'm talking about. Still, Mitchell in the optimal lineup more than a third of the time, 34% chance. Patrick Mahomes, of course, the ceiling so, so high against the Steelers defense who at times has really struggled. Yes, they struggled more against the run than the pass, but this is Mahomes we're talking about. He has an unprecedented ceiling, even on a, a slate where you've got players like Tom Brady. He's in the optimal lineup 40% of the time. Then Dallas Goddard. This one is kind of surprising, right? Because you got players like number six and you got players like Travis Kelsey on this three-game slate. And still, Goddard has a similar ceiling and floor projection to these players with a lower salary. Gotta love that. So he is a value play for sure. But George Kittle. Coming in, in about the same as Goddard, 41.1% chance of being in the optimal lineup. He is my preferred choice. The ceiling is just so high. I mean, we had two straight games where he had 150 or more receiving yards and three straight where he had over 90 receiving yards. Yes, I know the production has been down in recent weeks, but I'm very excited to see a 30-point score firmly in the range of outcomes, a 19% chance of getting there, and a 16.4 median projection at just 5,800 sign me up for that as well. George Kittle is the number six player on my top plays list. Doesn't quite make the top five though. Who does? 
Let's watch him find out. At number five, Amari Cooper, wide receiver for the Dallas Cowboys. And the Cowboys are favored by just three points here, but this Vegas total game expects this one to be a shootout. And I think not only is this going to hit its total, but I think it's going to go over. I don't think these defenses are going to be keep be able to keep up with their respective offenses that they're facing. The Dallas Cowboys and PFF team offensive grades, surprisingly the number one offense, at least according to those grades, of all playoff teams. San Francisco, no slouch defensively, fourth among all playoff teams. But in the secondary, they are banged up as they have for, been for most of the season here. And Amari Cooper quietly turning into a wide receiver one on this team compared to C.D. Lamb. 25 total targets for Amari Cooper in his last three games played. He had an 11 target game three weeks ago, including three in the red zone. He's getting usage all over the field, but you really like to see it near the end zone. He's got two touchdowns in that three-game span and a 15.3 median projection. That's going to do very, very well at just a 5,900 salary. Really exciting to see an 18% chance of him scoring 30 or more. I don't necessarily think it's that high uh, in terms of his, his ceiling here, but against San Francisco, the ceiling is definitely in play. Amari Cooper comes in just ahead of George Kittle in the optimal lineup 42% of the time. At number four, it's wide receiver for the Kansas City Chiefs, Tyree Kill. And Tyree Kill had some sort of injury in warmups to his heel last week. It really seemed to bother him, but they've already announced that barring any setbacks, he is set to play and play his full snap share. And if he does, he could certainly smash against the Steelers defense, who has been really up and down in the second half of the season. I mentioned that they've been pretty bad against the run, only so-so against the pass. This is all relative here. They're really just a league average defense in most defensive metrics, and that's what we see here. Ninth out of 14 playoff teams in PFF team def uh, defensive grades. Now, I am surprised to see the Chiefs at ninth in team offensive grades, but you know that's really because the middle of the season, there was some wonkiness there. You know the ceiling for this team is truly the number one overall offense, and there's a 30% chance that Tyree Kill helps them get there by a th getting a 30-point score or higher, and he's got a 20-point median projection, so that's certainly worthwhile at a 7,300 salary. I know there's been some volatility, a three-target game in week 18, a two-target game in week 16, and then sandwiched between those are the 13-target game in week 15, and in week 17, a 10-target game, including two in the red zone. So you know what Tyree Kill can do in terms of uh, target being a target monster. He can absolutely have a dozen or more targets, like I mentioned. He could also just have six targets, but four of them are Patrick Mahomes bombs. He comes down with three of them, and he's still in the optimal lineup. A 42.2% chance to be in the optimal lineup for Tyreek Hill. He comes in at number four. At number three, C.D. Lamb. And yes, we were talking about how Amari Cooper, 25 targets over the last three games. Well, C.D. Lamb's only had 11. That's definitely concerning, and that's a far cry from weeks 14 and 15 when he had 19 total targets over two weeks. And, you know, it was looking like he was the de facto number one receiver, but now it looks like it's going back and forth. Still, we got a balance of floor and ceiling that's absolutely worth it at 6,300, a 17.5 median fantasy point projection really good. And as I mentioned, when we were talking about Amari Cooper, San Francisco secondary has struggled for much of the season. An 18% chance of scoring 30 fantasy points is 
surprisingly higher than the 17% chance of scoring less than 10 fantasy points. We are really bullish on CD Lamb. I think he is definitely a volatile play, but then again, all wide receivers are volatile plays every time you play them. The ceiling here is what you're chasing, and he absolutely can get there. He's in the optimal lineup 61% of the time. At number two, running back for the Kansas City Chiefs, Daryl Williams, the first of our two free square running backs, dare I say. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire has been ruled out of this contest due to a shoulder injury, and yes, the Jarek McKinnon will work in somewhat here, but Daryl Williams is going to take this backfield for himself this weekend and it's a game where the running backs should be used at least at some point 13 point favorites the Kansas City Chiefs are a middling 46 point total but we'll take that for a running back who's going to get probably 20 maybe even 25 total opportunities we've seen six or more more targets in two three games excuse me here for Darrell Williams this season and we've really seen a larger target floor for Williams when he's the bell cow than when Edward Hilaire is in there I'm not sure why necessarily but they definitely trust Daryl Williams as a pass catcher as well as a runner here. He's got about a 10% chance of scoring 30 fantasy points. So that's actually pretty low for a player who's ranked number two. Maybe he makes more sense in cash games or small field tournaments. I'm not saying you can't play him in large fields, but it's really that median projection compared to that super low salary, 5,200, the salary-based expectations. He should absolutely smash that here in a positive game script. Daryl Williams, Williams just at number two in 88% of our optimal lineups. Now, before I reveal my number one play on DraftKings for this three-game Sunday slate, just want to remind you guys to go ahead and like this video, subscribe to the channel so that you always know when we're going live, you guys know what to do. And if you could give me, Matt Savoka, a follow on Twitter, that would be much appreciated. I'm at Draftaholic. We'd also like to give one more shout out to our presenting sponsor, Fan Up. Join Fan Up's Flex Ball NFL Playoff Contest. How about $200,000 to first place? That sounds pretty good to me. How about weekly prizes like authenticated NFL jerseys from Fanatics? How about free money? With no deposit required, you get 2,000 bonus points, the equivalent of $20 when you sign up with promo code AWESOMO. Check it out today. Okay, guys, let's reveal my number one player on DraftKings for this Sunday slate. And at number one, running back Leonard Fournette for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, Fournette hasn't played since week 15 when he got hurt against the New Orleans Saints, but Ronald Jones already ruled out in this one. We know Fournette's going to play, and I don't expect Le'Veon Bell to suddenly become a bell cow in this backfield by any stretch. It's going to be a rainy day. There might actually be a lot of wind in this one in Tampa Bay. They're going to be forced to move the ball on the ground, and that's where Fournette comes in. A 24.8 fantasy point median projection at 5,600. Are you kidding me? There are just so many ways this, this can go right. He can absolutely work in as a pass catcher, and you know he's probably going to get 18 to 20 total touches in the backfield as a rusher. So 44% chance of scoring 30 fantasy points that's the kind of ceiling we want yeah there's a small chance he scores less than 10 fantasy points like five percent chance but literally 95 percent of the time in our in our simulations he's scoring double digits that's so fantastic just ahead of Daryl Williams, Leonard Fournette is the number one play on DraftKings this weekend and that is gonna do it for the Sunday slate 
Wild Card Weekend DraftKings Contenders video. If you're looking for the FanDuel version of this video, it's around here somewhere. Go ahead and search for it on the channel. We will be back for your Sunday night football needs, the Steelers versus the Chiefs. It'll be included here. That's kind of exciting. And then we'll be talking about the Monday night football game, Arizona and Los Angeles. That should be a great one. Until then, I'm Matt Savoca from Osmo.com. We'll see you guys next time.